Hello, hello everyone. Joey here. Welcome back to Droolish. Let's get to it. Welcome back to Droolish. I'm your host, Joey Montano. If you're unfamiliar with Droolish, Droolish is a sleep and relaxation podcast dedicated to helping you fall asleep through the sound of my voice, long-wittedness, word flubs, and of course, uh, wonderful ambiance background white noise. Uh, particularly, I love the sound of raindrops and rain in general, so I'm going to be sticking with that, at least for the time being, and it, and hopefully uh, I provide some value for you this episode, so... Uh, This episode in particular, uh, episode 43, uh, if I recall, maybe 44, um, whatever. (laughs) Uh, We're going to be talking about startup ideas that you can steal. Some of these are not going to be specifically for apps. These could be for websites, ideas in general, or just things that are out there. It is my firm belief that most of us have ideas that are worth sharing, and I think a lot of us are scared to show these ideas And in the words of Gary Vaynerchuk, ideas are nothing, action is everything. In the words of me, I say, action's worth everything, but ideas are worth something because someone else is going to take action on that idea one day. So it's up to you to determine which ideas you want to put forth and to try and make come to life. Not everything is going to be terrible, not everything is going to be great, but I think the more ideas we share, we come up with more and better ideas and evolved ideas that could Uh, entice someone to create an action moving forward and for me if any one of these ideas and some of these already probably do exist at some point or do exist already um, you know these are problems that I'm trying to solve or things that I think are going to be super cool and if someone goes ahead and creates uh, an idea based off of or you know implements an idea and turns it to life based off of something that I've always wanted and talked about I'm going to be happy because that's a problem that's solved ahead of time so Share your ideas, at least that's what I say, and at the bare minimum, feel free to steal my ideas for potential profit, laugh, gawk, or better yet, just listen and fall asleep to these ideas as I talk for, I don't know, the next 40 or so minutes about what what these 100 ideas are. Picking up from episode 5, we are reaching uh, idea number 37 out of 100. And I did mention this in the last uh, episode or the last uh, startup ideas episode, quote unquote, I guess, that I did write several more down and I might discuss that today. We'll see. Um, but uh, I think, no, 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 no. Uh, maybe that'll be next episode. For this episode, we're going to be focusing on the list continued. Uh, this list was generated or it was in the work. So for the last, I think, um, eight plus years, probably longer. Uh, but these are all the documented ideas that I recalled, saved, or and wanted to put all in a spreadsheet that can I can at least circle back with and see which ones resonate with me. If you happen to notice any cadence or like me get excited over a particular idea, chances are that's probably something that I feel very passionate about, even more so than some other ideas that I might have talked about in the past, which could be indicative to you and me that it could be something worth uh, pursuing or moving forward. I think a lot of these ideas specifically that are more apps are a lot easier to take action for. Uh, but some of these as well, I think, uh, I do think, uh, I don't know, I, think, I still think there's some intrinsic value and there could be new ideas spreader from it or say like a remix from it or even something that could be uh, evolution from an idea that I might have mentioned here. So 
Uh, worst case scenario, you guys can just listen to me ramble. Uh, best cases, you know, you guys can listen to me ramble still. However, as you fall asleep, uh, you know, fingers crossed that you do, uh, you know, uh, some of the some of these ideas might just be infused into your dreams. You know, just just dip these little tea bags of ideas and just let it soak in in your memories or in, in your dream sets. At least that's how I'm thinking about it. So, starting out with this first idea for the day, number 37 overall, uh, and this is a particular idea that came from a game uh, back when I back from I think it was in middle school, and it was called Beautiful Joe. And the whole idea behind this was uh, you're a superhero that's based off of just looking really good and really cool. So it's more of a superhero-based comic, and depending on all the moves you do and all the all the attacks you do, it's all based off of style points. Now, uh, it sounds absurd, but it was pretty much just a call call out of saying, hey, the more style points you get, the more popular you're going to be, and the whole concept behind the superhero is that he can look super cool. Um, but uh, I got the idea here um, specifically from that um, called uh, beautiful.com or beautiful.tv which is a measure of how popular or how, or how cool or stylistic a uh, piece of content could be um, that exists out in the world now this is particularly solving a problem in regards to well let me take a step back uh, the whole idea behind beautiful.tv is that people submit awesome pieces of footage, awesome pieces of video, you know, just awesome stuff that looks cool, that is cool, that people want to talk about, very focused on vir more vi virality. Uh, but this should, this does bring back, at least in my opinion, the essence of old school YouTube, which I think uh, I would believe a lot of my listeners here are, I would assume they're not teenagers, so you guys have been aware of YouTube. Uh, at some point of your life, you're introduced to it versus being born in YouTube, you know, being born in the YouTube century or, you know, lifespan of YouTube. So we all recognized YouTube as at some point it was just a, a site where it was just a bunch of kids, people just kept putting their their videos together, ideas together, and uh, random cool stuff would, hap would happen, you know, something would become viral or someone would come up with a crazy idea. But over time, uh, you would, I think you guys can know, or notice now that YouTube has gone more corporate. It's gone more uh, in a sense of, hey, let's just try to get more money, more profit. And there's nothing intrinsically wrong with that. Uh, I know Google has done a phenomenal job of actually keeping YouTube relevant and making it the top, I would argue one of the top what, one search engine, maybe number two search engine in the world, uh, especially when it comes to solving problems and actually getting video documentation of it. But people are tending to be using YouTube for more of its value and if you're an entertainer on YouTube uh, generally a lot of the entertainers try to keep their videos say 10 minutes long they're trying to increase their watch time they're trying to do the next biggest best thing but still when you watch these videos they're still like a five they're still like a three minute introduction they're still like a two minute like hey here's the behind the scenes thing and then by the time you're at like minute nine they finally get to the thing that you really wanted to look at to begin with which, in my mind, in my head, in my heart of hearts, I believe that's just wrong. Okay? And maybe, maybe I'm very old school with this, but if I wanted to type in, you know, how do I do X, Y, Z? How do I, you know, fix a door? Or how do I, you know, learn to swim? I don't know. Just pick, just coming up with things. You know, I want the steps. I want maybe like a brief introduction of what it is, the parts that you're going to go over, and then just go through it. It can certainly be entertaining, for sure. You can make it entertaining. You can, you can do things, uh, infotainment right. But 
you know, we don't need your story. Just like, and this is a side rant, but this is, I find this very relevant because Google, I'm, I'm eyeing you here. With Google, I can't, I can't find a damn recipe. There's not a recipe I can find on Google without me scrolling five or six times to get to the recipe. Shame on you, Google, for letting all these cooking sites tell, the, tell their life stories, provide 30 photos, and then tell how they enjoy the food, all before you can actually get to the one thing you search for, which is a recipe for chicken chili verde. That's, that's all. Okay, rant over. But that rant, I believe, is very relevant to what I'm talking about because the, because the whole idea of you know the art of beautiful or just beautiful.tv is that we want to show the best of the best. We want people to view and see what what that video, what the whole idea was intended for. So the cap I mentioned in this cap on these quote unquote videos has to be, you know, highlight videos that are less than two minutes long. Okay, things that are already social worthy that people don't want to spend you know, three, four, five, ten minutes trying to go through and figure out what they're trying to what they're trying to look at. Okay, uh, we've seen some success already, a lot of success already with Vine, with TikTok, with these short videos where people are being creative. I feel that there is a big miss, a big hole, not a big miss, a big hole in how YouTube's focused on so much long-term content before you get to the good stuff, and and the 15 second to like 30 second videos in which people get that instant gratification of just, you know, ridiculousness of viral sharing. I think there has to be a certain medium in between that I think most people are missing and I don't think YouTube's really rewarding these types of videos and all the shorter videos that I see like on TikTok are still about 30 seconds, maybe a minute at most. So if, if we only focus on videos that are less than two minutes, maybe less than three minutes at most, you know, the way I like to see it, you know, these are, these, are, these are poop videos. You know, you can literally sit on a toilet and watch a video, two, three, four, whatever minutes go by and you're done. Okay. And, and I think this is the stuff that when you're browsing on social media, people still share. They, they comment, they like. And I think Facebook, out of all places, is probably dominating this the most when it comes to these types of videos, but not everyone is still going to be on Facebook. Not everyone trusts YouTube these days. People really despise YouTube. Like, a lot of people despise YouTube and Google uh, more and more so when it comes to privacy. So I think, and I believe, at least... Uh, creating a platform that's strictly focused on style, coolness, and more virality-focused videos um, that are less than two minutes. And the way I see this is that each video has a beautiful score. And the beautiful score is based off of whatever metrics that I'm trying to think of here. Um, it, actually, what I wrote here, I'm going to read the notes here. So, uh, aside from just videos less than two minutes that are viral sharing, um, the beautiful score uh, it's based off of whatever the app is, or the downloads, or, or crowdsourced, or it's a, a crowd base of video ratings. More videos viewed, more credits in the economy. So, the video score is based off of the amount of coins or whatever beauty points that you get when you sign up with your account. The more you search um, the site, you know you can spend a like or whatever, and that's worth a beauty point. You get more beauty points by going through different content and liking, or watching different content and deciding whether or not you like it, or sharing at least when you start out and there's only a finite amount of beauty points which means you know you can't just be liking everything that's gonna that's gonna make everything spammy however if there's a way just to limit it just a, just a little bit and i know there's gonna be a lot of like octalysis gamification stuff you know coin systems trophies or whatever you can figure that out but the more say points or coins or whatever you have 
that you want to spend, like the more influence you can potentially have on videos. Uh, but I, I don't want that to be like super weighted heavy. Um, so then I have here how many beauty points to start, do the respawn, so maybe every day you get like 10 or 20 beauty points, I don't know, depending on how long people are on. Is there a max amount or a limit? Do you get, say if you wanted to, say, upvote or uh, like a video, you get one. Uh, yeah, it costs you one point to upvote, and then it'll cost you two points to downvote. So you can't just be downvoting or unliking or disliking so many things. So the whole idea of beauty is that there's a very real essence of saying, hey, we like this, let's share it, and then if everyone else likes it, regardless if they sign up or not, you know, you're going to get all those things, but if you try to run into someone who's trying to bring you down, or just maybe it's the wrong group that are just going to downvote you, well, it's going to cause them two points to downvote, and if they really dislike a video or if they hate someone, they might even sign up for the site and then downvote and spend the two points. I don't know. But again, this is in its concept phase. So, I think you know, beautiful that TV has maybe potential. Uh, I mean, all of these do have potential. It's just putting it out on the market, making sure the functionality is great, uh, and just testing how you, how people interact, and then just adjust from there. I mean, that seems pretty straightforward. But uh, but the concept is videos. Let's say less than t t let's say three minutes, maybe two minutes, and that's focused based on pure virality. So if you have something you want to show, a clip. You don't have to spend 10 minutes doing an introduction. Just, you know, get to the point. Let's get let's get to the good stuff of what people are talking about. Like, hey, you know, you know, how do people react once you spill a thousand dollars in a small town in, in downtown Grand Rapids or something like that? Put ten thousand dollars on. Make that a two-minute video. Don't don't spend five minutes going to the bank, getting the loan, showing flashing people the cash. No, just get to the point. And that's that's kind of what I'm thinking. That's my thoughts. So that's first idea. Uh, I don't know why I'm so giggly. I, like I haven't, I don't know. I don't think I, I haven't really smoked anything either. Um, you know, uh, cannabis for a while now to help reset my sleep and whatnot. So um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a good mood. Just feeling good, guys. Now this next one is uh, I have to categorize under agency model. So. Uh, not pretty much a startup. I mean, technically, a new business could be a startup or you know, whatnot. Um, but the concept is a tech firm slash agency that builds that builds awesome startup apps. Uh, very reminiscent to an old uh, agency that are, that I used to work for. This isn't groundbreaking at all. Um, you know, just creating more of a tech firm that just literally uh, builds all the ideas that I have that comes to life. I think that's my master plan eventually. Is that to have is to have my own agency or business that strictly builds ideas and lets people build their ideas if they want to and make it very open uh, and I mean the only way I could see that happening is if I have to is it is if I actually have a very successful startup and then just go ham with an agency with it or partner with someone that believes in it um, I don't know I, I I have to figure that stuff out this is uh, the concept, but I, I called it Caffeine Interactive. I don't know why. Uh, not coffee, but Caffeine Interactive. Uh, and then I have some some notes here. This might not this might not actually be a long one, but at least what I had here was that I wanted to start out with uh, building a stronger education system of, of kids that really believe in the future, kids that want ideas turned into reality, and they just don't know how to do it. Um, I think this, is, this would be like a twofold way of like getting what I want and, and getting what other people want together as a win-win is, you know, focus on the local town and seeing 
what are they interested in coding and then maybe create like a little meetup or after school program and maybe we all can get together and have a startup with all the volunteers that want to have it so we have all these young kids that are interested in building an app or something they want to create uh, and from there we can go to different phases so phase one could be like a idea session or more of like a startup grind or startup weekend type things where um, people come in with the idea and once we figure out the best ideas uh, we can go through a phase two and then like single-handedly figure out okay which ideas are worth pursuing and then maybe split those up into different teams and then from there we can start building three or four different ideas that may or may not come to life and then um, and then I had a phase three here it said speak to someone who's pretty familiar with the project management at Building Space uh, because here is where I feel like me personally uh, where it goes from picking a few ideas or just selecting the ones and creating teams to, to divide up the work we need someone to discuss what is needed you know do we need for the marketing or creative or messaging or the dev or project management etc etc you know or you know is this something that we can do um, where there's sweat equity for things that we can just build do ourselves and learn or maybe this is something that we can get help from an outside source and maybe try to get funding from Kickstarter who knows okay so phase three is just figuring out you know how do we actually get this to come to life and then and then I have phase zero so I don't know why I have this here but these are I guess these are still notes uh, speak to middle and high schoolers uh, maybe particularly at the school about the program and see if they can offer like say free space after after school and get people to learn and build and do stuff together uh, I, I think that at least in my head you know I think this is like a triple win where you can start building like the geniuses of tomorrow get people to think more of the future and then give them the tools to make it happen and then in conjunction as they start building up their skill sets and whatnot if this if this agency or idea company builds off you know these kids can be fast-tracked into having their own apps or have the experience to build whatever they want under the under the agency's name or whatever um, I also think like this is like Huli or something like that from the uh, Silicon Valley show something like that too the more, the more I think about it out, out loud I'm starting to think that's actually the case so this one isn't really a particularly futuristic idea this is just an idea I wrote down a startup idea or in this case it's an agency idea um, but this one I, is something that I'm very passionate about only because the fact that this is idea number 38 out of all the ideas that I've talked about and I finally got to the point where I just said, oh, maybe it's just better if I just actually figure out how to build one of these agencies myself and then see if I can make it happen in bulk. Um, but I still feel like that's that's such a long ways away for me if I wanted to go down that route. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I've talked about myself on this podcast over the last, like, six months, but I don't know how much people actually know about me specifically outside of like my random insomnia and wanting to help you guys fall asleep uh, something I'm very passionate about but I'm very passionate about so many things and I feel like I, I, I just reject the idea that I have to focus on one thing in my life and try to master that when I feel like there's just there's just there has to be different ways to get things done and, and people just haven't tried it and I don't test it or tried it or realized it or maybe the people have I mean you, you guys see like a lot of these multi-talented people you know they master one thing or maybe they just master it enough with their talent and then they cross over with their similar skill set into something else um i don't know i feel like i'm going off on a tangent here so i'm gonna i'm gonna lay off this idea for now but that's something that i've i'm hoping that it will uh, be created in the future at least for me personally and it's something that anyone else can do really just replicate it i mean this is not mine and mine only you know these agencies exist everywhere
Now this idea, I did try to make this come to life. I will say, um, idea number three here, uh, and I don't have a name for this. Uh, I mean, because it's kind of different in a sense where uh, I'll explain the concept. It's a way to bring video creators together and provide them long-term success. There's a lot of undiscovered talent out there. Our goal is to find them. So, you know, you guys are familiar with like record agencies, talent agencies for like Hollywood. Uh, and there's some that are for YouTube specifically, but I think there's still a gap in finding untapped talent in the more streamer, uh, you know, I can't say esports because that involves more competitiveness, but more of the streaming entertainment space. And I call that like I, I, I entertainment, you know, entertainment, entertainment, I don't know yet. And uh, I spent some time over the summer trying to validate this one. This one was one that I really wanted to try where I spent a lot of time looking at a lot of metrics that I believe would be uh, valuable for success, especially when it comes to building a brand of virality. Uh, I spent a lot of money and courses too on, on you know, um, understanding and duplicating uh, viral success, especially for a couple clients. And uh, what I... And what I'm very sure of, uh, at least with this concept, is that is that there is there should be a way. I feel like there is a way to quantify, and this goes back to an idea I had last episode, uh, to quantify talent, at least in this particular space, uh, when it comes to promoting overall talent and abilities, or say if you're a streamer on Twitch or on Mixer or whatever, and you're trying to be, you know get quote unquote discovered, uh, it's a way to help find and identify those that immediately have that quote-unquote it factor and you know go to them and say hey you know are you struggling with your day-to-day or hey are you are you trying to become a full-time streamer or a full-time entertainer Um, is there a way for us to pay your day-to-day living expenses while on contract with us saying that hey if and once you become big based you know using our direction our skill set and whatever that uh, you know, we're going to get a cut of the profits, but of course, for now, we're still going to pay for you to do you. Uh, and I've seen this at a scale when it comes to, like, big names. And I think there is something there if you're able to find, like, raw talent. And like I said, this just probably feels like it's more like a, uh, you know, like record label thing type. Where we provide, like, all the tools and assets and then you, and then you provide the talent. I, I think something like that exists. Um, I think when it comes to people wanting to be stars, become like a YouTube star or, or Twitch star, which personally, in my opinion, if you're trying to be famous on Twitch, just don't. Uh, and if you are truly a Twitch streamer or whatever, and you're like, why, 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 why? And you haven't found success after like a year or two. Uh, my, my thing is, you know, why aren't you guys looking at what the best people are doing and revisit why they became successful? And a lot of these successful people you see on Twitch are actually, they built their success off of Twitch with a few exceptions. But uh, overall, a lot of these people bring like a hook, a different a gimmick, or, or they're promoting themselves outside of Twitch to get to get them notice of when they're finally ready to live stream or you know entertain in real time. They built an audience base off of the stuff that they've done. Okay, and this kind of goes back to working with people who have the ability or who want to be a, who have an on-camera presence or, or who want that ability to be that, that front-facing guy to create viral-related content. 
Uh, the closest thing I can think of that does something that has someone that does this, which I find it pretty funny, is uh, Barstool Sports. And I don't know if they did this last year, but they have a they have a thing called Barstool Idol. And what they do is that they bring in people who think they're funny or think you know people who want to be more of an on-screen persona. Um, they have them film like what they think, uh, you know, what it takes to become funny or become you know, work a barstool. And then when they interview them, it's all in American Idol style. Uh, these people talk about you know all the stuff that they've done by the viral or some of the ideas that they have or certain or certain niches that niches that they want to take over to help promote um, through viral content. And the thing is, when they go through these uh, interviews or you know the show format. Uh, these judges start asking, they start asking the question, well, you know, are you comfortable in front of a camera? Are you someone that derives in being in these environments where you're actually, a, you know, the special one among the crowd? And it becomes very apparent that people who really think that they're, you know, worthy of being in front of the camera often tend to fall short of that. And, you know, they put them through these challenges like going to New York and coming up with like these ridiculous segments to do blog articles, to do stand-up, to have their own shtick. And over time, you can start getting an idea of like, oh, you know, who, who's really good or who's not. And I feel like if there is a way to capture that, capture that essence. And again, for me, I'm big time quantifying. I'm quantifying it. Uh, I, I think there's a way to mass produce like or, fi or mass find like top talent, and then groom talent that may not be ready or skills, and then get them to where they need to be. Again, this isn't just a concept. I don't have a particular name. Uh, this is more of an agency model. It's not even an app. Uh, this is something that I've tried testing myself uh, to find to find some of this, especially in the Twitch space. Uh, you know, I you know, and most of the people that I found that at least over time, especially in the last several months, uh, I found that the vast majority of people still have not even reached like the threshold of what I would believe would be worth like viral sharing. It's just a lot of people that just want to stream and try to make money just being themselves, which. Uh, you know, I don't want to sound mean, but if you're if yourself, if you think yourself is worth being, um, you know, viral to millions of people, and you can only get like two people on your stream all the time, you know, no one's sharing your stuff. It just means you know the market said no. Okay, it's not it's not about discoverability. Okay, it's just more about content. So that's my two cents. I don't want to dive too too much deeper too too deeper into that, but um, but yeah, this one despite being a concept, this is actually not a concept anymore. This was a, I had to update that, it was an in-progress validation phase. And, uh, yeah, like I said, this is an idea, I still think there's something worthwhile, but, um, but vetting through all these, it's, it's a minefield, guys. <laughs> so if you want to take this idea and keep moving forward with it, um, feel free to take that baton. I'll let, I'll to let you know my thoughts and processes, and I'm still, um, validating this myself, but, um, finding finding talent is really tough, and I see why. I see, I I can definitely see why. Um, and yeah, I mean, who am I though? Who am I? Who am I to say these kids can't be, or adults, or whoever, are gonna be successful? These these are just my initial thoughts. You know, I can be wrong. I, I'm I'm probably wrong about a lot of these things, so it's whatever. Don't. Yeah. If you, if you take what I have to say super seriously on the show, I'm sorry. Just don't. Um, usually things are with a grain of salt. The only thing you should take seriously is the fact that I'm talking like this and you guys are still listening. You should be asleep. That's all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Alright, uh, enough being stupid. <laughs> Idea number four. 
Actually, I'm going to skip idea number four because when I read it out loud, I'll read the concept and I'm going to count that, but I'm not going to dive too much into this because I have no idea what I wrote and why I wrote it. But <laughs> enjoy, guys. Uh, it's an app called Am I Allowed To? So the concept is Am I Allowed To? An app that connects with Facebook and similar search queries uh, can be default, but I don't know what that means. Set up by categories and vote amongst your friends or groups. The results are totally anonymous. I guess we can add functionality to see who votes for whatever reason. It could be done based on a gamification system to entice people to play the app. They got the bunny game. Uh, and there's a game I play called Board Kings, which, which means there's uh, games within games. Uh, depending on which search queries, it could be saved and viewed again at a later date. If connected to Facebook, people can still comment if they want or create a fake name. Again, I'm trying to say this out loud, but it doesn't really resonate, so this might be a complete wash. But uh, the notes I wrote. The questions can show up on the web and top results can show. However, you need a Facebook account to see all results or something similar to TrueView, Core is whatever. Every month you get more points and opt in to the same question for that month prior to change your head. Now, see, I said this out loud and this doesn't sound like it's English. It sounds like it's all gibberish to me, so I can't further explain this one. Uh, it was an idea and nothing more. This is this, this one's trash. So you guys heard me say a trash idea out loud. I mean, other ideas are probably trash too, but I'm not I'm not the one saying that. Uh, I'm telling you guys those are probably ones. This one is definite, This one's definitely trash. So sorry, guys. But yeah. So moving on to number five. Uh, this one is pretty interesting um, because this one does exist or has existed in the past. Uh, and uh, this is an app and more so a game app. And I call this Caption with Friends because I'm not creative, or at least I have here called Caption Buddy. Again, which sounds like another spin off of a game. But <laughs> when I wrote it, it sounded better if I had. However, this type of game I feel like uh, should actually, I believe, I, my heart, again, there's, there's so many heart of hearts that I believe in this case that this one could have a lot of wings with and what i don't get is this type of game was absurdly popular at least in the late 90s and early 2000s because when i played this uh in my friends my friend's parents computer when i was like in elementary and middle school uh, there were hundreds if not thousands of people playing these games and this is simply we have an image and uh, you have a people a group of 10 or 20 people come in and simply say uh, their funny caption for it. That's it. Uh, but instead, in this case, um, there used to be a game online that followed it up because uh, uh, the, the caption game itself was popular on like it was like a gaming site in like late like I said, late, late 90s, early 2000s that, that vanished um, probably during the dot-com bubble. And another version came up called Words That Follow. Um, the problem with Words That Follow is that it's well, it looks like it's built um, from the year 2000. And there's only two people that generally play this game um, out of like 30. So you can still be in a room, room of like 10 quote unquote people online and there's a caption and then you guys vote for the best. You guys seen so many other game variations on this, probably on mobile phones, but I don't think there's a particular game. Maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I typed in Google like caption games and I didn't. nothing really popped up. Uh, but uh, you guys could feel free to verify that too. However, each game ha you know, has a different category, and you guys can submit photos, and it's pretty much it says, hey, it's a caption this. So is there a way, for example, to use like Snapchat filters in the game to try to like say cross-promote? Uh, one of these could be similar to the words that follow, like plain text, and the other can be you know, more visually pleasing. Uh, 
and generally you want to like the game of this name of this game is you want to earn points throughout each round and whatnot. You play and compete with others. Uh, say so you, say uh, you can remember Wheel of Fortune. You can also try turn-based versus leisure time. Like record a gameplay with friends. Uh, you know you can play with friends in real time, or you can just get, do it like on a turn-based. Like oh, I have this, and then everyone once they're ready, like you might have like two hours to come back with response, and then you come back. You know you have different you have different methods to play. Um, but I want this whole game to be a fully fleshed-out game. They're very similar to what I saw like back in middle school. There was I don't think I've seen anything replicated with that. Uh, the only thing that pops up in my mind is that when I talk about caption with friends is that nowadays something like this almost already exists in non-game form, uh, let's be honest, because uh, Reddit, for example, uh, if you go to any, I mean, Reddits are just based off of like images and then whoever has the best title. It more or less is a caption with an image behind it. Um, and then you kind of upload that. But I don't think it's set in a gamified setting to where you can actually win things if you're competing with other people with a similar image that's that's preset. So uh, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. Uh, actually, that's definitely what I'm thinking with this particular app, is that this type of app needs to come with a resurgence, and it needs to be, at least for me, probably catered towards people who are older, or maybe younger, I don't know yet, but people who, uh, who just like to want to be funny and... Uh, you know, you see this on Twitter, people just have captions to whatever photos, or you see memes that say, caption this. Um, even memes are more or less captions. If you go on social media, you see a video, and then you see a caption up front. Again, that's more for social sharing of virality. Um, this is more so for sharing with friends, or even if you have a group of, like, a lot of people that come together, say, like, 20 people, and you want to pick, like, the caption that works, then, um, you know, or your caption that is impressive, then go ahead for it. Um, you know, the more you win these games, the better off you'll, uh, you know, I feel like your cred will go up, like your scores will go up, your levels will go up, and people uh, will actually start respecting your funniness. At least that's kind of what I think about long term, or at least if, um, at least if that's put in a, like, put in, like, the description of the game, maybe. Like I said, I don't think many of these do exist. I typed it and say caption game, caption game apps. Uh... Let's see what pops up here. Simple PHP application, uh, caption game apps, six, top six Instagram caption apps, caption pro and apps are caption pro, step up your caption game. So like there's not an actual game that people play. Uh, there's a New Yorker cartoon caption game by Amazon, what? And that is a card game. And like I said, I know these games exist, like Know Your Meme, The Song Singer. Yeah, so like there are a lot of games that I think are very similar to this, especially on an app that you put it over your head. But I want this to be like a general, like, in real time, let's play with these people. Uh, and I just don't think anything has made it that far. Am I wrong? I mean, I mean, there are variations of this. I mean, Words of, Words of Friends, um, you know, Apples to Apples kind of is like that, as opposed to Captions of a photo, you have a topic, and then you guys fill in, like, a preset of captions, for example. Uh, and that technically is kind of something that's more of, like, a pre-built answer for you, um, which could be a variation. You guys could have, like, a system, you, you guys could have, like, a card version for the captions, or uh, build your own, or maybe you could build your own and then use them uh, later on. So, something to think about, just saying. Uh, I don't, like I said, when it comes to marketing, that idea, like, it, I I feel like it's something that 
I feel like what those like work with friends people could just build and use right away and I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a lot of images people can share or they're willing to share or maybe they could tap like like team up with reddit uh, I feel like if you share something, something on reddit and it's like original content like reddit technically owns that um, it's just the person that's just using that medium so it's, I don't feel like it's kind of weird the whole like copyrights and sharing uh, credentials and whatnot but but I think there's something there with that and uh, you know that being said uh, yeah, yeah that being said I think I don't know I, th I think that's a solid idea uh, I just haven't seen it around I've been it's a game that I've been wanting to pick up and I mean I can play it right now where's that follow and there's only two players online and if I just type in two name two letters uh, I go to the page page screen and there's like no games running so I have a clean chat create a new game and it says waiting for more players so the moment you get enough players you can just start playing the game I mean this could even be a mini game between you play a main game and that's something that could be built off that if you wanted to test that out anyways guys I know I'm just I know I'm just chatting at this point but I don't know, this is one I, one app game idea that I wish kind of came back to life, and maybe I have to be the one that builds it. Maybe someone else can build it, who knows. So this last one, I'm going to go through quick because uh, it does exist as soon as I typed it in, but this was an idea I initially had um, until I looked it up two minutes ago, um, which I call it spoiler-free YouTube comments, Chrome and app extensions, same thing that works with Twitch, in real-time chat, or even just comments in general. Uh, you have the ability to turn it off or something that automatically insinuates that if someone's typing a spoiler it automatically shows it versus being spoiled when you're watching stuff in real time that's all yeah there's nothing more to it uh, it exists on chrome it's called hide youtube comments with a big silhouette of a thumbs down it's got about 200,000 users with about 800 ratings of five stars so it's certainly A plus for productivity, but the whole idea behind me wanting this idea was the fact that I think I was spoiled in the YouTube comment and I didn't want that to happen. So I was, so I just thought, just get rid of the damn thing. And uh, well, someone created it. So there you have it. That's that's an idea. Uh, one minute idea is done. So uh, there you have it, guys. I don't want to spend too much time going over like multiple ideas in a single day uh, or an episode. Last episode I had four. This one I had six right out of the gate. And, uh, I feel like my, my head's just start, starting to turn into mush. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, uh, again, guys, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I know these episodes, particularly if I'm looking through analytics, and now I'm going to talk more about numbers, so feel free to if you're listening, if you want to keep listening, that's fine. But I'm no longer going to be talking about ideas right now. Uh, but uh, I know the last few weeks I haven't been producing like two episodes. And again, due to the holidays, it's kind of been a, a bit of a lull for me. Um, I can personally do better with creating more episodes. Uh, over the next couple of weeks, I will probably be doing going through like some renovations like around like my home office. So um, there might be more noise and I might have to figure out different days to actually record. If that's the case, I'll do my best to keep you guys in the loop, uh, especially in, on Twitter. On uh, Twitter, I like to keep updates. It's easiest for me to keep updates. I feel like with Facebook and everywhere, everywhere else, I feel like I'm mature. So at bare minimum, you don't even have to follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can just check the Twitter page, like twitter.com forward slash Drewish Podcast. All one word. Um, you know, don't type all one word in, in the URL. It's just Drewish Podcast. But... Um, 
but I will generally do my best to keep you guys updated. Uh, I'm releasing, um, this should be my uh, Tuesday or Monday release at this point. I'm doing all my recording uh, at least ahead of time now, uh, mid-January. And it's been a while since I've been able to record multiple episodes in a day. So if my voice sounds a little bit strained, uh, I apologize. Uh, but I've been really eager to get back into talking and hopefully this episode wasn't too high energy. Uh, I probably should do my, you know, uh, regular, my regular phone voice right now. Uh, I feel like my regular phone voice is a little bit deeper. And I speak a little bit slower. But I also don't know what I'm saying when I talk about this. Um, but in the meantime, if you have enjoyed listening to these ideas and you'd like to hear more, or if you have any ideas for the show you want me to talk about, I have a few ideas that I want to talk about moving forward. Uh, I know I think half of you like the ideas, uh, the idea episodes, and the other half are liking more of the NFL uh, sports betting episodes. Uh, but as a podcast that really wants to help you guys dedicate to sleep, I don't want to set one specific type of episode for every single show because if I talk about sports betting 20 episodes in a row, then this is more so that would end up being like a sports betting podcast that tries to help you fall asleep versus a sleeping podcast that talks about a variety of subjects. Um, but it does give me a good idea to figure out, you know, what are things that you guys like to listen or like to talk about or what I like to talk about in particular. Um, while I do like to talk about whatever I feel like it, and it is my podcast, quote unquote, uh, I still have a lot of things of interest that I might have forgotten about, or there might be things of interest that you guys are really interested in talking, me talking more about. And if I have an interest in it, it might just jettison it up to a quicker date, and maybe that could be a series that I keep doing. So uh, I'm looking forward towards that. Uh, in regards to um, videos, I know I do get a couple, uh, couple of comments with the the YouTube videos, despite the very low views, uh, obviously that makes sense. You guys don't want to be watching YouTube videos on this podcast. However, I'm working and thinking about finding a way to make that possible. Uh, you know, I, I try to go out of my way with this podcast and not be as intrusive as I intend to. And uh, by that, I mean, I don't want to put in ads, say in the mid, like if I were to ever, ever have ads, I don't want to put ads, say mid episode or at the end of an episode because I feel like that's very disruptive. I don't have any music at the end of these episodes strictly because I think it makes the most sense if you're trying to sleep. You're truly trying to sleep and my voice is supposed to be doing what I think it does to help you fall asleep or at least how I talk um, put you to sleep then uh, having the consistent rain after the episode makes the most sense versus the ending theme song and I want to keep all these episodes at a bare minimum of at least 45 minutes only because of the fact that I have, I mean, I <laughs> I used to suffer in terrible insomnia, and even last week I had a terrible night, I couldn't fall asleep, and I feel like even just 30, like 15 minutes of a podcast to try to sleep isn't enough, 30 minutes is, would probably be the bare minimum of me trying to almost fall asleep, 45 minutes I feel like would be um, a decent spot at a bare minimum, to where I feel like if I'm falling asleep, I can definitely get there in 45 um, you know, if I'm having trouble sleeping, but uh, 45 minutes to an hour and a half are probably going to be like the ranges that I would prefer um, doing that. So, uh, especially when it comes to the video form too, I have to, I have to edit all these videos. Um, but I think I found a way to make it fairly fast and a, a nice soothing way. Um, and it might cost me some money to uh, get that going, 
but I do have something in mind, and I think it's going to require some custom artwork. Um, but I'm, I don't know, I'm excited. If I can get that rolling off the ground, um, I think whoever wants to be more visually pleased will like it. Um, and again, if you do plan on watching the podcast on YouTube, I highly suggest, and I highly suggest this as a tip for me to help sleep too, is that one, don't watch the television. You can keep the TV on, but I think, I, but I noticed a decent amount of people, at least in my life, whether it's family or my spouse or even myself, uh, but we tend to fall, I tend to fall asleep too with the TV on. Um, that's mainly because I'm not necessarily watching the television, but I'm just more so kind of just using that as a background noise. And depending on like the, the light shade, like the shade of light, and what's bursting out of the TV, I believe if I stick with more of the cool colors and soothing sounds, uh, you know, the room won't be as lit as much, at least in my head, to where it creates a relaxing environment. And that's kind of where I want to go with the podcast. Um, at least in video form. And I guess that could technically be idea number seven if you wanted to go ahead and discuss that. But uh, but that's kind of where I'm thinking with video form. And I don't suggest any of you guys to actually focus on YouTube videos. If you found me strictly through like Google, Google search or whatever uh, productivity tool that you have or sleeping tool, productivity, I'm way out there now. <laughs> um, but whatever tool or device that you have, whatever it's Apple Podcast or Spotify or wherever, um, to keep doing that, um, to, you know, don't change what isn't working. Or, sorry, don't change what's working. So, um, yeah, I, I'm definitely. I think I'm. Uh, I think I'm done for the day uh, with recording these episodes. I will try to. Um, I will try to get the football episode. Uh, at this point, I'm assuming uh, once you listen to this, this, we should be heading into the uh, Super Bowl, the Super Bowl matchup. So, I might just be spending time focusing on prop bets more so, and uh, similar to the previous week with the football that I'm talking about for the uh, championship round, and I think we'll find interest in that, but outside of that, after, after the NFL season, uh, there's going to be like really no more sports betting or sports gambling talks, at least um, how, I'm, how I'm imagining it, um, but, uh, but at least we have something to look forward to for the next football season, but I have a lot of ideas in mind for this particular uh, uh, show, podcast, so... Uh, like I said, feel free to uh, say hello, feedback. If you like, if you like where you're listening. Feel free to send me an email. I always appreciate uh, the kind of words, um, feedback too. I, I certainly uh, don't mind that at all either. I've been trying to improve the podcast ever steadily, and keep in mind this is probably going to be the last podcast episode I'm using on GarageBand, and I'll make note of that in the following episode because I'm going to be switching to Audacity uh, because I have to switch all these computers to. Um, get the setup going but I want to have all of my episodes all in one place and editing and rendering and do videos putting and doing all that in one full swoop is something that um, makes my life a lot easier so um, hopefully it will be a win-win for everyone and if not I can always switch back but I'm always trying to look out for uh, you know how you guys are able to sleep and for me my sanity when it comes to uh, creating the podcast so uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, feel free if there's any ideas that are worthwhile. Feel free to take it, uh, run with it yourself. Uh, I just want to hopefully be the person that just inspires you to run for a direction. And hopefully, if you do an idea and I do the same thing, maybe we'll just uh, partner up or just uh, I don't know, be competitors, be like the Goku and Vegeta of, of the startup idea realm. Think with our particular ideas that we have, you know, uh, competition is always a good thing. So. Until then, guys, till next episode.
Take care and dream easy.